0: Listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table.
1: the good doctor called. You got his head blown off. He's dead? Are you sure? Yeah, of course I'm sure. Do you think I'm actually here against my will? Mark killed Bobby. That's very convenient for you. Though. Oh yeah? Is that crazy that I want to go home? That I want everyone to be able to go home? What do you think about trap? How long have you been know about Why are you here? tell me. Tell me who are, in, sleep like, sleep. are you? You didn't just start sleepwalking. You just started getting sloppy.
0: No, it's giving me answers. It's not beat around everything. What have I been doing? Tell me.
2: You're scared. That's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, and you not knowing were fucking pissed that this kid
0: kind of showed you up, then you went back to the police station, got bitched out. You're having a shitty day for it. Subconsciously, you're like, fuck this kid. And then subconsciously, that kid got fucked up right when you got this power.
2: What <laughs> Was I thinking, fuck this kid? I don't think I was. <laughs> so did I push the other guy too, from behind him? <laughs> he was about when to shoot us. he had when you had the gun. He, he, he was, was about rack. to shoot
3: us. Yeah.
1: he didn't even see him. You didn't even. See you didn't him. even know he got pushed. No. But then maybe it just
3: knows that like. It doesn't have. I don't fucking know, whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm not even gonna theorize about it. I'm just. I'm her. <laughs> I'm, him. I'm, him, I'm him, bro! I'm, her. <laughs> I'm him, I have been him. Popped a perk 30 and got straight to fucking- <laughs> you Got a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fall in, all, boys. All I'm gonna Me say- Jerry, Here, Here's what I'll say, I don't want to spoil anything, but if you think the a lot is for Delta Green, this was our- This was our let's do a test tip before D&D. D and D is going to get fucking nuts. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say yeah. about what's how this is going now.
1: <laughs> D gonna get. This really was a wild. trial. This was a trial run. I
4: gotta
1: yeah, D ds <sighs> gonna get wild, ladies and gentlemen, for sure, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Man, the RJ interrogation. Who would have thought? Let's get right into it. Let's rev up, rev up those fryers. Give me a recap of that last episode. Rev up those fryers. Rev up those fryers, cause I sure am hungry. Did, were
3: you called anything, by RJ? No.
4: Uh, okay. Sunset, sunrise, high noon, high noon. You're gonna be like midnight or something. <laughs> Maybe <I'm> just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm four
0: o'clock. <laughs> Dinner time. <laughs> well, no, uh,
2: you would have to be midnight, right? Five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> just hasn't called you She's having you know. a good time. Yeah. I
1: don't
2: Everything. think any of us feel like he's lying at all, and I feel like everybody's like... Like, none of this has been hostile, really. I mean, other than, like, Jerry getting a little upset, but, like, not, like, hostile at he all. Like,
0: he didn't like my vibes. He wasn't fucking my vibes.
2: Horshin' the vibes. But it's like, I think it's interesting how, like, how much tension there is, and, like, how all four of us like have been like just like fiending to find this guy, right? And we finally find him, and like um, as much anger as there is, and how much we like know how fucked how much fucked up shit he's done. We're having like a genuine conversation with this guy, and like taking in what he has to say.
0: I think the one thing that's fucked and confusing from this though is the what's the end game? We kept talking about that, and we thought we kind of had it.
3: There's thousands of motherfuckers
2: yeah. that
0: are
3: thinking like him yeah. and, like, operate like him.
0: And how did it turn on a switch that just, he's the fucking messiah?
2: Right. It like seems how,
0: very quick that it went from...
2: Like, dude, why you? To yeah. Like, why did you meet her?
1: I am her eyes, and the stars are her hands. The head priest pays no tithes As he said What's this guy's deal?
0: He's just a schizophrenic Yeah he's crazy
3: as fuck He's a fucking blade of grass (laughs) in a front lawn That's what he is I think Roy doesn't want to believe it but Jerry I think Jerry fucking killed that kid man
2: Rip Chris (laughs) Rip Chris bro I didn't kill him (laughs) I didn't didn't do it though Did we talk about like how much how in-depth did we go with Bobby like did we find out like really what he was there for?
3: What who was there for
2: like what the fuck was like like what was Bobby's association with everything? Did we like really go into depth with that or no? It just so it sounded like like it was just like oh, yeah, he's a bad guy.
3: Well, it sounds like, like yeah, they we know. Interacted.
2: Why were you guys interacting with them? I also really want to know, why the fuck, what's going on with the children? We haven't talked about the children. We haven't. Right. What's up with the children? I mean, well, we talked about, like, the kids with Bobby, but, like...
4: Yeah, we, have, we haven't talked about it, but, like, okay, you now he's saying parasites and stuff, so clearly there's some... Something needs to happen to fuel this sort of religion. Set people free. Yeah, so some, something's happening to give it credence, and I think
3: that's... The bad shit that we've been <laughs> uncovering. Yeah, I think Bobby was probably... Like, Bobby had Lolita. And I don't think RJ... I mean, we haven't asked yet, but like I don't really think he cares about fucking Lolita, as an example. That's like, just I think, why he might be a
4: shitty guy. Right?
3: right, like, he said Bobby's just pure fucking evil. Probably just straight pedophile with no side intentions. Meanwhile, RJ's like, you're not thinking about the bigger picture, bro.
2: But Archie's still, like, associated with, like, this kid shit, so it's like, right. It's
4: just so weird, too, because then we, the whole thing happened with Marsha. <clears throat> we're like... Yeah, what the... We're m- like, she's, she leaned into it, but then it's like, it was a complete sham, but was that was that a sham? Forgot. That's a like, big was that part of it, the sham? That, like, I don't know. I, yeah, what's do
3: you this? think he's lying, though? Oh, so also, the note. So, yes, this was for Minneapolis. This, yeah, that this was one. fucking big. Yeah. But then the other note... Swaps. Yeah. Is that... That's just Bobby Tillman trading,
0: like, kid picks? No, it's what the... F- it's it's what he said and what we ended up doing, which is fucking, I guess, stupid thinking about it now. What do you mean, what we ended they up They did doing? something yesterday.
3: Oh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis
0: planted that note on... Bobby. How did Minneapolis know about Bobby?
3: Well, they he, he said that they worked with Bobby for a while. How'd they know Bobby was
0: gonna die? Did they get to Bobby's apartment before you guys got to Bobby's apartment was the thing? Probably. Because the swaps note was they did something yesterday. I don't know what the fuck it was they did yesterday. They did something big yesterday. And they did get our police force scattered. We sent everybody out to different locations to look for the Wednesday swap.
3: So we sent a shit ton of people on high alert to look for the Wednesday swap, but they Still did the Wednesday swap, is that what you're saying?
0: No, they did something different. The Wednesday swap was, oh, we want to find Bobby and RJ. Or, we want to find RJ. Spread out. Scatter. Pay attention to other shit. Why did he want to be in that freezer? He wanted to be in the freezer. He could have gotten out of the freezer, right? You think so? Like you just said, if Jerry can pop people's heads off because they annoyed him a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) <laughs> I
3: have no control over this Look looked at me like
1: Jim from the office Looking at the camera just-
3: <laughs> <laughs> If Jerry's on fucking Murderous killing sprees He can't get out of a, uh, a freezer I, If this is true
2: I've only killed Three people Subconsciously <laughs>
0: In two days, that's not bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. not bad, not bad.
2: I don't think so. Yeah. It could have been more.
3: <laughs> One was a kid getting paid minimum wage.
2: <laughs> uh, Why was he shouldn't he
3: have
0: crossed. This is the he, thing. He, Why he couldn't I get cuffs
2: <laughs> on that bastard? He
0: shouldn't have crossed Jerry. Shouldn't have crossed Jerry. Should have let him into the locker
2: right away. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: That's that's fair.
0: God, that was that's insane. That it was such a... I b- killed him because he embarrassed me. <laughs> It was such a mundane, funny thing. The way you went... Everybody that Jerry's been on the phone with
2: that we haven't checked back in yet. All the phone (laughs) (laughs) calls. All of them dead. dead. God damn it. They were just like... (laughs) They were like, put the phone back down and like another phone call rings and they like picked it up and then their fucking heads just (laughs) exploded. Hi, this is (laughs) (laughs) so-and-so.
1: For for North Washington Ave, that's the... Warehouse district, right? House. I yeah, I guess it's the warehouse. <laughs> I mean, it's in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, he's done. That dude's fucking confetti right now. <laughs> so, within the cramped, double-wide, the four of you find yourselves sitting with RJ Quinnan. Little Araka, who is yet to come to consciousness, still sits in the corner of the room. Sergeant Craig Atkins on the bed in the bedroom. Sergeant Greg, At- Sergeant Greg Atkins in the bed on. <laughs> Leave it all in. On you do it
2: Percocet, to us. he's in the bed on Percocet.
1: Sergeant Greg Atkins on the bed in the bedroom, watched by Tech.
2: Stop thinking about it.
1: Minneapolis.
2: I'm gonna blow your fucking head off.
1: Sergeant Greg Atkins on the bed in the bedroom, being watched by Officer Aaron Lang. Bastian Becker still sits in his chair watching RJ. Descriptions of Chris Malaki, which reference Lilo Avalone, his last name, perk him up a little bit. He doesn't speak, but still within this double-wide ass for you, what do you guys want to do?
4: I want to direct towards Becker. You got any questions for him?
1: Well, it doesn't seem like Weiss was that important to him. And... Quite honestly, I don't have any questions for him, but I may have some for you, and he looks towards Roy. All right. Yep.
3: In private, you're saying?
1: Or? No. No, it just seems like he doesn't want you to talk about Weiss. That's what he said. That's And he looks towards RJ. That's what you said, right? And RJ looks towards Bastion. Something like that, yeah. Bastion looks back towards you. Do you know anything about Weiss? What do you...
3: (laughs) I... I think that I know just as much as RJ. I'll
1: just continue to watch if that's okay.
3: And I I turn to RJ, and you you don't want
1: anyone to talk about Weiss? No, I don't want you to. You, specifically. That's what I said. Because Weiss can talk for himself, right?
3: (sighs) What the fuck are you talking about?
1: I'm crazy right So wacko Look Loon ball Loon ball Wild man Schizophrenic Couple screws loose Look Maybe I have another voice in my head Right (laughs) You Mm -hmm. You put Mm the
3: You got us high
1: I got you high Right, you I put you. the nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide doesn't in the storage work unit. like that, Roy. The mechanics of it, simple chemistry. Why would people f- Do you know nitrous oxide needs to be hooked up to your face in a face mask to even get you a little bit loosened up for oral surgery? And 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 you think you got high off a canister spread in a room? The door was open. That's crazy. Or a fundamental lack of knowledge in basic chemistry. And I never figured you for a chemist Okay so maybe I'll I'll let that slide for a little bit But you know you weren't high You know what He's happier to be talking to you Than I am right now I know he would be I'm sure he has tons of questions He's probably itching to get loose (sighs) What do you want from me Do you want to uh, I want You to answer one question You don't have to But why didn't you tell them? Why didn't I tell who? He looks towards Ray, Caleb, Jerry. Back to you.
3: I'm still not fully convinced. Really?
1: (laughs) I don't... uh... A lot of secrets in this room. And I genuinely believe that I hold the least.
2: What's he talking about?
3: <sighs> I... I look at Becker and I say that um, I say... That apology... That I gave you in the car... That wasn't me. That was Weiss talking. What do you mean? I had a dream the other night. And it... Felt very real. And it was with Weiss. I was talking and fucking... In, the, in my own kitchen with Weiss Clay (laughs)
1: and uh,
3: I don't even know how to explain it
1: RJ speaks you made a choice I made a choice
3: I chose to bring him in And RJ's watching us right now with Weiss. Because I think 99% sure that Weiss Clay is living in my head.
1: Was that so hard, Sunset? Feels good. Shake it out.
3: I just look at the ground.
4: But he's dead. He, he is dead. We saw him.
1: No, Weiss Clay is not dead. His parasite is dead. If... Weiss Clay is alive and well. In fact, he got a new home. Becker speaks. What the fuck are you two talking about?
3: Why did you never even fucking... Look, I get it. I get that you you helped him, man. You helped him. You didn't even want to fucking put your mind... You didn't even try to understand. I, I don't think that you did. I think Weiss would be disagreeing with me right now if I could talk. Is he doing that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I'll describe my facial expression: yeah. uh, wide-eyed, recognition almost.
3: I think Weiss would disagree with me if I fuck if he was here to talk. But <sighs> you're s- look around you right now. You got a guy with fucking holes in his hands that was in a freezer for God knows how long. You're surrounded by fucking detectives. Everyone with a more confusing perspective. I I, I imagine them what Weiss Clay had during his research, while he was researching with you, while he was losing his fucking mind about this shit.
1: What are you what are you saying?
3: I I guess I'm just disappointed that you didn't believe him. Do you believe him now?
1: I think I might. I don't know. This is all just a lot. My best friend died and now I'm being told that the source of what killed him is real. Does that make his death any more valid? Does it have meaning now? and you're telling me that that he's in your head? And that's supposed to make me feel better? That's supposed to make me believe his insane ramblings anymore? It's just another set of insane ramblings? You say I'm in a room with four detectives? I'm in a room with five maniacs.
3: His biggest regret was bashing your face in when you tried to help him. You watched your best friend
1: get himself killed and you're gonna tell me I didn't do enough if you talk to Weiss Clay if you had a conversation with Weiss about me then you know that that's a lie I gave him everything
3: I'm just asking you to try to side with us Jesus how many fucking times do we have to go through this conversation between you and I and Weiss and you
1: this is ridiculous. He takes a more relaxed situation in his seat. Go ahead. I'm still listening. Just...
3: I turn to RJ and I say, do you know who killed Weiss?
1: I already said it already. I said Weiss isn't dead, right? We established that.
3: Do you know who shot Weiss in the
1: face with a shotgun? Do I know who killed Weiss's parasite? Do you want me to say it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the question you want to ask. Do I know who freed Weiss?
3: Do you guys remember the two cops that came in with Dan Winters into our office, into our station, the other day? Yeah. It was them. With Dan. They kill boys They put him up in a car Drove him back to his house Put him in his bed And shot him in the face Turn to RJ Is he right?
1: Missing a few details But yeah
4: They took something too
3: Right What do you know about the knife?
1: <laughs> Extinction. Oblivion. Don't ask me again.
3: <laughs> Dan Winters. Weiss's last memory was driving back to his house with. Dan Winters and his two fucking chaperones and Dan Winters had a knife and why well, strongly recalls this knife I, I I don't know what it means to be honest but I know that it means there's something there
1: you know Wittgenstein once wrote he said the mystical is not how the world is but that it is you know what that means
3: not if I tried
1: all this shit that's going on confusing things he looks towards Ray high noon what you call otherworldly It's not an explanation of how the world is, but it is the world. Right.
3: Are you an artist? I am.
1: Where's your paint kit? I don't have one now. Do you see me with a bag? Where was it? We saw your art at your house. Yeah. I haven't painted in a while. But it is nice to get your thoughts in ink. What did you think?
3: It was confusing at first. What are you saying you get
1: it now? <laughs> no, fuck no, I don't. I don't. It's open to interpretation. Not everyone's cup of tea. My head isn't up my ass like most artists. I understand it's an acquired taste abstraction like that. If nothing else, maybe you appreciate the composition. Colours. A and M. A seems pretty straightforward. M. I'm sure that can mean a lot of things. Right? Milk. Mother Monday. McNeil. As he looks towards Roy, changes his gaze towards Ray. Morrison. You don't like Van? Van Morrison? It's so wonderful, night for a moon dance. Moon dance could mean moon dance. We all know that's not what it means. It could. It's open to interpretation. Not to you. That's not entirely true. not to your liking, is it? Would you have preferred L? Maybe E?
4: I would have preferred none at all so we didn't have to rack our brains about it.
1: Isn't that what art's all about? Racking your brain over something?
4: Well, typically the artist picks I don't know, maybe a a landscape or uh, a tough time in their life to, you know, make a drawing of, uh, it's not typically about uh, their their deity and, um, you know, sending everybody back to their home away from this, this world. I don't think many people get that deep.
1: Well, I think it's kind of beautiful, even the fact that four people in this gigantic ocean of a world looked at my art thought about my art interpreted my art and are asking me questions about the meaning of my art that means a lot to me there's not a meaning in there that would mean anything to you I mean that it won't be satisfying if there even is one How did you make it? Do you ask me how I made a painting? Yes. we would love to know. With paint. Sunset paint. I painted a painting with paint. Finger painting? With a brush? It's really that important to you? Let's hear it. It's with a brush.
2: Why was children so involved in your practices, RJ?
1: Kids are smart. Mm -hmm. Smarter than anyone gives them credit for. They see the world differently, clearer. They don't carry preconceptions. They haven't been worn away by the world yet. Children are receptive to the message most of the time. Sometimes they're not. They need persuasion. And a red hot crowbar is a very persuasive tool. It's growing the flock. Right. That's yeah, that's What does that mean? Well, it's important and I want you to at least understand it. More people knowing about this, right? More people aware. That's 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 part of it. But the stronger she gets, until she can crawl, till she and can. She walk.
2: grows by the sacrifices of these children.
1: Uh-uh. You gotta twist it up. I'm not sacrificing anybody. I'm spreading the word.
2: With the dead children.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Look, I don't like the phrase that you have to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. I think that's pretty gross. Okay. But, but, I mean, that's exactly what we had to do. And we used to operate in the shadows and hide it. But now, now we can be loud. We can walk in the sunlight. We can leave bodies in snowbanks so people hear about it front page news and so they know about it and no one wants to believe that violence has no purpose that it's random chaotic there they they want a purpose they want a reason for these things to be happening and there is a good one and eventually people will hear about it and more people will hear about it. is it
2: the same for every kid or it's different right why
1: Nothing was different It was all the same For me at least
3: For you at least Even Ricky Gossman I <laughs> <laughs> was your buddy's kid man <clears throat> Yeah What happened to him? Last I saw he's still alive When is the last you saw? Where did you see him?
1: Hmm. Earlier this morning maybe Maybe hungry. Where at? You know where. You just can't figure out how to get there.
0: Why? Why him? Why this group of dope heads?
1: They were my friends. Some of them still are, I would say. Sean? Okay. Sure. Maybe me and Bobby killed him. Chris, too. Maybe I had something to do with Bobby dying. Fine. But they were still my friends. Do you have any friends, Caleb? Caleb?
0: So you have these friends, it's all a purpose, it's uh, it's for this bigger picture. Do you
1: have any friends, Caleb?
0: It's for this, this thing that you're working at, but then you're allowed to make judgment calls about who Bobby is as a person.
1: What changes? Oh, a judgment call for Bobby? Let's see if you agree with my judgment here. Bobby had proclivities. He liked children. He liked their bodies, their flesh, their skin. More than anything, Bobby liked the power that he had over children. He liked how much stronger he was than them. He liked to make them do things that he wanted them to do. And do you want to know the worst part of Robert Tillman? Bobby knew there was a chance that Ricky could be his son. And he fucking loved that. And he still did what he did. True ownership, he called it. Physically and by blood. Our work brought him more joy than you will ever understand. But he was necessary. I needed him. He gave me a safe place to work. But when that was done, Bobby was done. I didn't have any use for him anymore. So when I say true evil, that's that's true true evil
0: Seems like we've left out one of your friends.
1: And which one would that be? His sister. Ooh, that's a fun one. Marsha. She's just as bad as her brother. Right. And Donis Which is another one we're leaving out. He's in love with her. But he doesn't know that. See, those two, they're like Bonnie and Clyde. If Bonnie was so fucked up from getting molested by her brother her whole life that she fell in love with him. So my best guess why they took Bobby's body is probably, and I'm sad to say it, as fucked up as you think. I think Marsha might just want one last ride. Mmm, you don't like that one. I don't either. Why do you think Bobby's dead? Marsh is still kicking, but if I had any say in that... Well, that's a different story. She was a perfectly fine girl, okay, but she was just ruined by a lifetime of abuse and drugs. Where'd she take them? I have no idea. They haven't been operating under my purview. They're a wild card.
2: How did you get rid of Bobby? I know we talked about it, but.
1: Dreams. No, the Black Heart. How? Black Heart had nothing to do with it. Black Heart was just right place, right time. I didn't put that on him. Dreams. It's the same reason.
2: It was planned. You you, you, planned
1: it. Scheduled. You really think that that's what's in line here? That's how all these things operate? No, everything has its perfect place in her world. It is not planned, might be known about, might be scheduled, but it's not planned. No pieces are moved on a chessboard. Okay, just because you know the state of the game at certain points in the game does not mean you planned it like that. I hope I'm not confusing you. Dreams. Or the answer to the question right now. And it's the same reason that that Dan Winters is so interested in this hand grenade. Because that's a lot of power. Alter somebody's subconscious like that. Make a person want to punch another patron at the bar and not know why exactly. Make a detective want to visit his father's grave and not know why. Very powerful stuff.
0: Bobby was, uh, was he the brother protecting his sister?
1: I don't think so. Remember the conversation we just had a few minutes ago about interpretations? There's a lot. Multiple ways it can go. Multiple ways you can interpret it.
0: In this moment right here, how do you interpret your own work?
1: Ricky protecting Laura. Nancy's a good woman. You don't have to believe me when I say that. But I do say it. Where did you and your wife meet?
0: Back in Michigan.
1: Ann Arbor. Your dad was still on the force at that time? Aaron Lang and exits the bedroom. Uh, looks like, uh, he's waking up.
4: What do y'all think we should do with him? I mean, we should talk to him. How about we call Lieutenant. Yeah. I think we held them off for long enough. Yeah, I
3: think it's about time.
4: Where's, um, who's got the radio? Whose car was, it? It was in the, the cruiser, right?
1: Yeah, the PT cruiser.
4: Yeah.
3: I'll go radio to him. Walk out.
1: Walk outside. It's snowing pretty hard. The wind is kicking up. If anyone takes a second to look at the time, it's pushing 2.30, 2.45. Make your way to the PT cruiser. Open the door. Grab the radio yeah
3: lieutenant do you copy this is Sergeant McNeil
1: Roy how the fuck are you what's going on
3: sorry lieutenant uh been wrapped up in a lot of business um, what's the sorry what's the last update you got it's been a long night
1: Last update I got was from Lang, who said that you guys got back. Didn't tell me anything that happened. What happened? Oseo? Anything else? And why haven't you checked in yet?
3: Sorry, Lieutenant. Yeah, like I said, long night, long drive. Um... You remember where we met the other day? requesting you come there it's that en route put the radio away walk back in
1: walking back into the double wide
3: uh, yeah I walk in and I say uh, alright he's coming alright can I check on um, Laraco?
1: Yeah, what do you do? He's still... It looks like he's sleeping. Back of his head bruised pretty bad. You gauzed it up, stopped the bleeding, but he's still breathing slower. Um...
4: I'm gonna pour a little bit of cold water on his head.
1: Okay, and it kind of soaks up in the gauze, and the rest of it runs down his face, and he... Grab like tries to move his arm, but it's still chained to something, and he kinda like squints a little bit, opens his eyes and looks at you.
4: How you doing, jackass?
1: What do you what do you want? Your name? I think you know it already. Your name. Santo. Last name. Laroca,
4: Thank you. You, uh, you familiar with that fellow over there? The emaciated looking one?
1: A little bit, to an extent. How so? Are you cops? How so? You have to tell me if you're a cop. Doesn't matter. Well, I think you can put it together. You want me to spell everything out for you? Well, no, actually, if you aren't able to put that together, you probably won't put the rest of it together, like who I am and who I work for and what they'll do to you. Because if you knew that... You don't
4: have every cop on your side.
1: I'm not talking about cops. Like I said, if you knew that, I wouldn't be here right now. So you must not know that, so I will clue you in. I'm involved with powerful people and they will hurt you badly?
4: I'm aware of what you people do. I've been been in it for a long time.
1: Then you're stupid.
4: If I was dumb enough, I would have stopped kicking a long time ago. I've done a number on you. Whether you know it or not.
1: looks at you for a long time. What do you want?
4: No, what do you guys want? Why are you involved with
1: him in this? He's a business associate. He looks over at RJ, Roy, Caleb, Jerry,
4: if you're riding with him, we we know what's at stake. We all know what he's capable of, what it's capable of. And I really find it hard to believe that you and your, your family, your organization, is only here for a paycheck, for helping out, things going on. I want to know what you're after.
1: He thinks for a long time. Hell, maybe you don't know.
4: I know you're not the top top.
1: Hypothetically. If you were a criminal. And you had a weapon. Subtle. Weapon. That could hurt people. Make things happen. Make a bank teller leave wads of cash by the front door just because they want to. Make somebody take a skydive off a of high rise because they want to. Wouldn't that be a pretty powerful tool?
4: You've been knocked out for a while. We've we've gone through this. You're preaching to the choir, and I don't blame you for it. Uh, I slapped you up pretty good back there But you're running With a crew that's doing this For Winters So What's your plan? When are you gonna come in? Are Are you gonna take this guy out? Who are you talking about? I just said his fucking name Winters You want this thing, don't you? Yeah Well, not you, sorry
1: You're right, you're right, not me We It's the same side of the coin Not even two sides of the same coin The same side Of the same coin So not only do I have the family That you apparently know Quite a bit about I also have the entire police force Of Minnesota Multiple other places On my side
4: How is RJ responding to any of this? Can I look at him
1: throughout? He's wide, smile, just like listening intently, like almost as if it's a parent listening to a kid talk about what they did at school. Finger paint, macaroni art, listening with intent. I told you high noon Mob's got a plan Cops got a plan It's the same plan And you don't have anything? I told you I got a piece of white bread
4: So whose plan do you think is going to work? Can they both work? Hmm I'd imagine you With your white bread Have thought about that Being alone for this ride
1: I have. There's one thing that nobody considers, and that's, it's over. It's done already. I already won. You Yes. Won. All the marbles, all the chips, everybody went all in, royal flush on my side. I won. It's why I can tell you all of this. If I thought that anybody could stop me, even you four, why would I tell you everything? It doesn't make a difference. It's already done. Think about it logically. Why would I give you the power to stop me? Why would I even talk to you? I'm talking to you because I want to. I think you four are very interesting. I do. I'd also like to try and explain to you why what's going to happen is going to happen. Right? I hope I've articulated that well enough. If I haven't, I apologize. See, I know it now, okay? But they knew it a long, long time ago, okay? Corinthians fifteen fifty two. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, when the last trumpet sounds, for the trumpet will sound, the dead shall be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. I'm the Trumpet Blower.
3: What's stopping us from making you dead right now?
1: It's already in motion.
3: So you don't give a fuck if
1: we kill you or not? Do I give a fuck if you kill my parasite? Sunset? What makes you think that I won't pop myself into there right next to Weiss Clay? What's the kid looking like while this is happening? So, here's the thing. I don't know if anyone's been looking at him. He's kind of fucked up. Closing his eyes pretty tight, opening them, trying his hardest to pay attention. Bouncing back and forth between RJ, who's been talking, and just Ray, who's standing over him.
3: So, where do we go from here, then?
1: From here, you get Sergeant Greg Atkins on his feet, and you ask him about his niece. That's the next step. Why? I figured you'd want to know. About his niece? Mm hmm Yep. Where is he at? Uh, in the bedroom with Aaron Lang watching him. Aaron Lang stepped out, said he's kind of waking up, and then went back in to watch him in the bedroom.
2: Jerry stands up, and he goes to the door of the room. hmm Want to go in? How he
1: uh, look? <coughs> so he is handcuffed to the bed. Aaron Lang has his gun drawn, and, like, kind of, s- it's sitting on his hip.
2: Close up his head. <laughs> and
1: he, uh, Sergeant Atkins, raises his head, looks at you. He looks... He's shaking. Conscious? Uh, conscious. He's shaking. Um, you're not sure whether it's out of fear or cold, but he's shaking.
2: I uncuff him. You
1: uncuff him? Just from the bed. Okay. Keep the cuffs on his hands.
2: Okay. And Put the cuffs back on his hands. I walk him out the room.
1: As he's walking... He says murder, kidnapping, unlawful arrests, operating without a warrant. You guys are fucked.
2: I just push him on the ground. No, I just push him a little bit, keep like, Yeah, and he keeps step, he keeps moving and then bring him to the where everybody is. Mhm. And I push him into the middle of everybody and I tell him to sit
1: down. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And he he does. And he looks at Roy. You guys are fucked.
3: Sergeant? Sergeant. And if we report that you were in an abandoned Chinese restaurant. With a man locked in a freezer.
1: Then I will say exactly what you did in there.
3: (laughs) You're going to have to convince the entire fucking detective... Violent Crimes Unit. We had to convince one man.
1: Who... Who do you think I have to convince? Because all it is is one phone call to my precinct to have someone there contact internal affairs to have them send somebody down to your precinct to do a full-blown investigation of what happened. I would wager that you left a pretty extensive trail of all your activities in Minneapolis. Am I wrong?
3: Don't convince us to kill you. Because it sounds like it would be better if you couldn't talk. Is that what you want to do? Kill me? Is that what you want? Do you want to die or do you want to tell us about your niece? He stares at you.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I look at RJ. RJ smiling.
3: And I gesture to RJ. I'm like, I'm
1: like, tell him, dude. Tell him. Hey, Greg. Tell him about Emma. Tell him about how her uncle went to visit her. Pick her up on her way from school.
0: Oh, fuck. Yep. Yep.
1: That's the girl.
3: Oh shit! I walk up to him, and I push him against the ground, and I stomp on his kneecap as hard as I can. Oh,
1: fuck! I don't know what he's talking about. He's fucking crazy. You get your niece killed? No, I didn't get my niece killed. I press down a little bit on. Ow! Oh, fuck! Stop! 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 I didn't. I don't know what he's talking about. He's a fucking wacko If you're sitting here listening to him talk Then you're fucking stupid
3: Look he's saying one thing And you're telling us You might as well be dead
1: RJ speaks up To be fair he didn't kill his niece Exactly I did It was me but He helped Remember what I said about hot crowbars earlier Yeah It's an initiation of sorts. Give up something important to you. Except Greg didn't really give a shit about Emma. It was just convenient. Flew all the way out there. Lured her into his car. Brought her back. Handed her right over to us. We hurt her. I- am looking at Greg. hmm What's he looking? Like? He's just, like, he's still face down and he's just kind of like looking down and steadies his breathing. I didn't have a choice, Greg says. They made me do it. How? They threatened me, and I believe they're threats. You know they're dangerous. Look, I'm not a bad person. I'm not. They threatened me. They threatened my own kids. If I have to choose between my kids or my brother's kids... i That's the choice you had?
3: You were already on the boat. You couldn't get- You couldn't fucking jump ship. You had to kill your kids or your brother's kids.
1: That was the bargain that was presented to They're not logical people. I'm telling you they're fucking crazy. I don't want to be here. I don't. This isn't fun for me. This isn't enjoyable. I get nothing out of this. I am being forced.
2: RJ, is that true?
1: Mm, Everybody has a choice. Mm, I agree. headlights outside
3: I put my pull my foot off the guy's knee mm-hmm. how can we <laughs> I said this earlier I'll say the same thing again help us help you then save your life right now what can you give us testimony? A fucking testimony after you just rambled about how you're going to get our asses locked up? How about you're going to shut our shit down? Testimony for what? How the fuck can we let you walk out of this house right now? The truth is we can't, Greg. You got your niece killed. Frankly, it doesn't sound like you have much for us either. And I, you know.
1: Then show me what kind of man you are. You really believe you're a good person? No.
2: I would've died before I'd done that. I... I...
1: I didn't have a choice. I would've died... RJ speaks... Before I did that. RJ speaks up. It's that lacquer I was talking about. Evil. They just stick lipstick on it. Mm. It's evil. Mm. Greg says. I I can't fight back. I couldn't fight back, okay? I didn't have people like you. You're a coward. Maybe you're right. I am right. Footsteps. Up the stairs, into the door. There's a knock. I'll go answer. Open the door. Disheveled, tired, bags under his eyes, Lieutenant Longo. Who looks at you? Lieutenant. Peeks his head over the corner. RJ locks eyes with him and smiles wide. Looks down at Greg. Back to little LaRocca. Back to you guys. Aaron Lang peeks his head out of the bedroom door. Over to Becker. Roy, grab somebody. Come outside with me. The rest of you stay here. Grab somebody? That's what he said, and he turned tail.
3: Okay. Fuck. Alright. Caleb. Let's
1: go. Follow. Real quick, just for the sake of creativity and fun. I want you guys to try cooperatively. Describe the scene. Lieutenant Longo opens that door. What does he see? What's the state of you guys? How are you looking physically? I think we're all tired. Oh, we're all fucked, I yeah. think.
2: Like fucked. Like I imagine like so, like me like maybe I or like one of you guys like has a little bit of like blood stains on their cheeks still from the guy that's had exploded like <laughs> we're just like tired, just punished, just Digesting a lot of shit, shit right now. Just too much,
3: dude. There's a guy on the. The
2: vibe floor, is at just, an all-time low. Yeah.
4: I just imagine I I open the door up. I got my fingers gauzed. It was like a coffee, <laughs> right? Mug, like you're full like, of whiskey. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, Everybody's
1: drinking. Where's yeah, Sarge? We of
4: whiskey is, that are like way like
3: too much. Chilling in the
4: living room with us, or like what's yeah, is Sarge is like mad obedient. Sarge. <laughs> I'm just like yo, Sarge, like it's a
3: just stay. He'll just he's, he's chilling, he's hanging out.
4: He is a police yeah. dog, but not a police dog.
3: That's Roll over. <laughs> uh, he, oh, he, dude, he just saw fucking Sergeant Greg on the
1: ground, just fucking, he probably knows Greg. <laughs> Fuck Greg. <laughs> Fuck <There's> Greg. Him. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. Caleb and Roy, you guys step outside. Yeah. Close the door. And Longo just kind of like looks at you guys. We got our Appaloosa rider, sergeant, lieutenant. Just still looks at you. Is there a good reason why he isn't behind class right now? I can think of a few. What are they? Well,
3: sergeant, for the record, I'd like for us to speak. Lieutenant, Jesus Christ for us to speak like how we spoke when we were in Ronald Jordan Quinn's house. It's fine. If we put him behind bars we'll just be overwritten.
1: I guess I I think I just needed to hear you say that. Now look, Captain Thornton got me up to speed on a lot of what happened in a sale. He said you guys pulled out of that gas station and went somewhere. Where'd you guys go?
0: Yeah. We have to go find what we were chasing. Uh-huh means to an end.
1: How do you want this to end? Because I see two options right now with whoever you have in there. Squeeze or release.
3: We can't squeeze them yet.
1: I don't think that's the kind of man that you are, or that any of the LFVCU is, and I think that that's what keeps us on a higher level than them. You have to remember, no matter what this is, no matter what we're dealing with, it's good. Our intentions are good. We cannot do good by stacking bodies up. Do you believe that? I do. Look at... Justice. Roy. Whatever that is to you. You find it. I trust you guys. I really do. And I trust that you'll make the right decision. And fuck it, Roy. If you make the wrong one. I'll still be behind you. Thanks, Lieutenant. But I can't be in there. I have your back. However this shakes out. Hear your official orders. Interrogate your witnesses. Get the information that you need. And when you're done, go home, get some rest, because your shift technically starts in another five hours. I was able to clear up all the fat force stuff. All of that paperwork's taken care of. Minneapolis knows. Do what you need to do. We will.
3: And I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Gives you a nod, starts walking back
3: to his car. If, uh, if
0: you're able to answer, somebody asked you s- squeeze or release. Release.
1: Think so too. Gets back in his car, closes the door. Drives off.
3: You ever kill a man? No. You owe me both. Walk back inside.
1: Rather quick conversation ended as Roy and Caleb step back inside.
3: I say aloud, "He, he's not staying."
0: Um. Turn to RJ. So you, you said you knew it. Uh, the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything you could tell us?
1: It's foggy And it changes every single day But It always pretty much goes the same way I'm not gonna spoil it for you That's no fun blue coda a hip place for hip people to hang out
3: that's how you describe it
1: area of operations for several mafia families that are closely intertwined with the local law enforcement somewhere that I would go frequently with everybody else you go with Marsha I did and Bobby
3: You go with Greg.
1: Oh, I've seen Greg there many a times.
3: I look at Greg. Does he look like
1: fucking? What's he disappointed like? He's in a state of deep contemplation. And if you do take inventory again, little Laraka has closed his eyes. Still breathing though. Yes.
3: You know what's waiting for us
1: at Blue Coda? Blue is closed. That's not where you belong. It's where Weiss belonged. Where did that end him up? Sorry. <laughs> where did that end his parasite up? I know where he ended up, but... That's not... That's not the important place, Sunset. You know the important place. Come on. Is this where Ricky's at? Are we talking the same place? Yes, we are. There's some other stuff there, too.
0: Middle of the floor here. Seeing so you know him how to get there?
1: No, he does not. You've been there.
3: You've, You've ridden ha- horses there. Yes,
1: I have. Ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. It's the ranch. That Appaloosa was nice. Her name is Nez. She's alive. She is. Beautiful horse. I love that horse. That cabin, that ranch, it's very important to you. Not, well, to me too. Hmm. Actually, it's kind of important to everybody. Now that I think about it. There's a lot there. It's where Ricky is. You're right. It's also where the coffin's passenger is. And... Something that I think you four would be interested in. Ask me what it is. What is it? Let me ask you a question of my own. What would the Linwood Falls Violent Crimes Unit do... If they were able to find an 8 millimeter film reel, about 15 minutes in length, maybe about 16, of Chief of Police, Dan Winters, raping, killing, and then eating an 8-year-old child. Wouldn't that be pretty neat to have? Why are you telling us this?
3: Isn't this crucial to... to- Wouldn't this hurt you?
1: No. Not at all.
3: Would you like to help us get there?
1: No. Look, I- I can't tell you where this is, but I can tell you that it's not hard to find- Do some detective work. You prove... That you've got this all under control. I'll welcome you there myself. Cabin's pretty important. A lot of stuff has happened there. A lot of people can tell you about it too. Orgies, mostly. Open practice of worship, shedding all inhibitions. And not only realizing, but seeking and finding what gives you pleasure. Orgies might be a bit tame. There was sex and death. Violence, mutilation, the desires of men. More often than not, the pain of children. But that place is important. Like I said, the coffin's passenger. It's her seat of power now. All the lust and carnage is its proof of her goal. Coalesced. That's there, and so is she, feeding off of it. She eats a lot of things, but mostly it's knowledge. When you, the real you that I talked about, become aware. That's what the children are for. That's why I want this violence, so more people know about it. Because that's how she feeds. When somebody knows about this. It will either kill them. Or set them free. That's what is happening here. On a large scale. And once enough people know. She will be strong enough. And everybody will go home. Back to the place you were before you were stolen. You owe her. You know that? You do. I owe her. hmm Everybody does. M. Mother. She gave you life. You ignore her now.
3: We didn't put ourselves in this parasite.
1: No. Like I said, you were stolen. By who? I told you I don't know. I don't know yet. It's an advanced theology, Roy. still trying to piece it together myself And I don't think I'm a stupid person And I don't think I'm an illogical person Do I strike you as an illogical person? Are my actions rash, random, chaotic? Everything has a purpose Sunset Everything has A perfect place In her world Everything happens for a reason And she is that reason The basic principality of it.
3: How often does Winters go to this
1: farm? I would reckon he's there now. Probably will be. To watch the fireworks.
0: The fireworks?
1: The last trumpet. For the trumpets shall sound. It's happening already. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I told you. You're too late. It's, It's already done.
3: The fuck did we get there? We searched for like all farmland in the entire state, didn't we? Like all like fucking large plots of property that are classified as farms. Didn't we do that?
4: I thought we did. Yeah, it's and it's gotta be if damn winners can get there easily, it has to be within the state, right? It has to be.
3: He's there right now, and he was at our office yesterday. About yesterday. You
4: ever see uh, him or his uncle over there?
1: I don't know if they've ever made the trick. Like I said, the Italians are superstitious. Worship from a distance. They don't understand the concept of a real god like this. They worship it the same that they do. Mother Mary fucking... Saint Paul. No offense, Caleb.
0: Can I ask you one more thing? Shoot.
1: Why didn't I get a nickname? remember when I said that we've met before? Yes. You Remember when we talked about evil? Yes. You're an evil man. You've been sleepwalking for a long time. first heard about you a conversation with your father also a bad man you have nooses hanging from your family tree I overheard a conversation outside between you and Sunset say you've never killed a man? Midnight. You've killed scores of men. Your dad was just as bad. Midnight Killy, they called him. And when daddy stepped down, you took up the reins. Ask yourself if you're better off knowing that, because I don't think you are. Still within, raised double wide, revelations stacked on revelations and secrets unfolding for your very eyes. That is where we're going to pick up next session.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty
2: Table production.
0: Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at The Nasty Table.